Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. We are doing things a little differently on this episode. We have a very big guest who I am so honored and excited to have on, but that guest is going to remain anonymous as she does in the account that she runs, which is my favorite Instagram account ever and my favorite dating and relationships page on the internet, and that is called Couples Confessional. I, if you don't know what Couples Confessional is, it is this, it's an Instagram page at Couples Confessional that's really a safe place for people to come and share what they're struggling with, what is going on in their lives. People submit confessions and they get posted anonymously. And it is such an incredible, beautiful thing because A, it shows us that we're not the only ones struggling. And, you know, the things that we are going through in our dating lives, so many other people are, you know, we might see a confession that somebody else posted that totally relates to something we're experiencing, or we might post a confession or, or send in the confession that gets posted. And then there are hundreds of comments of people sharing that they've been through something similar. And, you know, that's really like what I try and do here with seeing other people and especially the unfiltered episodes and um, some of the content I post on on my accounts. And it's just so incredible to see this amazing community that this person has created and, and how much good it's done. And it's something that it's so heartwarming. It's so necessary in the world we live in right now where it seems like everyone is in these happy relationships or their dating lives are thriving. And, and, you know, we're just seeing all of this like toxic positivity out there on the internet that makes us feel isolated and like we're falling behind and alone. And this account is doing something that is so difficult and so necessary, which is showing that that's not real. And not that that's not real, but like that's not everything. You know, there are real people who are going through real things and who are struggling and experiencing all these ups and downs. And, and that's what's real. And that is what's actually actually an accurate reflection of, you know, dating and relationships and modern dating and using dating apps and going through breakups and divorces and all of these other things that we experience. And so I can't say enough amazing things about Couples Confessional, about the person who runs the account. And I am, I'm just so grateful that she's here and let's get into it. It's so amazing. Let's, let's do it. Thanks to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this episode. I'm so excited to tell you about their product, AG1, that I now use every day. As a lot of you know, I've been struggling with my health lately. Between tummy issues and my immune system always failing me, I've been searching high and low for a solution. All of my friends have been raving about AG1, so I finally tried it myself. And oh my God, you guys, this stuff is a game changer. So what is it? AG1 is a powder supplement. With one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And if you're traveling every weekend this summer like me, you can take their to-go travel packs so you're getting the benefits of AG1 on the go. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Plus, it's cheaper than getting all different supplements yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's pretty clear why. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1 with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SOP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SOP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SOP for seeing other people to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
And we are here, you guys. I am so excited for this episode, and I am so honored to have the incredible anonymous person behind my favorite Instagram account, Couples Confessional. Anonymous, yeah. welcome to see more people. <laughs> Thank you. This is the exclusive. This is the first ever Couples Confessional podcast. So yeah, I'm very happy to be doing it with seeing other people. I I really like I'm so honored and grateful to have you here. I can you give everyone just in your own words a background of what Couples Confessional is? Obviously, I explained in the intro, but would love to hear it from you. It's it's something that I am so constantly like impressed by and, and blown away by, and I just admire everything you're doing with it. Yeah, thank you. I mean, for me, I feel like Couples Confessional is like such a passion project. Sometimes, I mean, all the time, it never feels like work. It really just started with me being the go-to friend. My friends would call me for relationship advice or just dating advice. And I guess like I would always take a unique perspective in terms of advice. Like I have a lot of friends that are very, we get, we get very emotionally invested in, you know, what's going on with others, relationships and dating and all that. And I would say that my approach is that I would always take emotions out of it. And I would try to say like, look, like as your friend, this is how I feel. But as your partner, this is maybe how I could see it from their perspective or, you know, in the dating world, maybe this is how I could see it from their perspective. So I would really just try to take a very neutral approach and see it from all perspectives. So before a couple's confessional, that was always like my role. And that's just like a hobby that I personally, I literally could give people advice for whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, but I can like talk to people for forever just about what they're going through. Um, and I would say though, that couples confessional I had, I won't like name any names, but I had a friend gearing up to move in with their partner. And it was just like a classic chain of events, you know, like moving in with your partner was supposed to be like a fairy tale. This is the next step. We're going to be together forever. And, you know, this friend realized really quickly that there was just like so many obstacles that were truly going on behind the scenes. Um, and really, I'd say like the end of, you know, so my friend moved into the partner's home and that night, like they were going to celebrate the fact that they were embarking on this new chapter um, and the partner kind of said like, Hey, like I'm stuck at work or I might, I, I'm going to go out with some work friends after X, Y, and Z. And it just like resulted in me and this friend just kind of like being like, all right, this is like not how we thought the day would end for you, but let's just like have a toast and cheers like between the two of us and whatever. And I would say like, when we did have a drink, we were just like, it's so crazy that people you know, on the outside looking in, you see like, oh, roommates, like this is embarking on a new chapter and this is like amazing. But on the inside, that is just not the reality. And really like the next day we brainstormed with each other just about like, this is nuts. And then the next day I just thought about also my other friends. It goes beyond that one friend. There's so many other, even me, like there's so many other scenarios in life where you just kind of sugarcoat things. And it's not the reality. So long story short, I 
created the platform and I really just wanted to create a safe space for people to normalize some of these things because relationships aren't easy. They have their hardships. That doesn't mean you guys are failing. Um, but you just don't necessarily post about that on social media. So yeah, I made it my little project. I love that so much. And I love how it it came from a really personal place because that's part of like what makes it so real and so beautiful. And it is so true. Like we see like people moving in together, people, you know, going on vacations together, these milestones that all these couples are having. And I think that's one of the hardest parts about modern dating is we feel like we're constantly falling behind or like, well, me and my partner didn't go on a vacation like that. So maybe we're not doing something right. Or even like I gave an example recently of like, you know, I wanted so badly to find uh, like someone to do like TikTok dances with. Cause that seems like that's like what a healthy relationship is at this point. And that's yeah. literally not true. And we see all of these things and nine out of 10 times, things are not what they seem. And like, I see people posting pictures after they're telling me that they're in fights with their significant others. And then they're posting these pictures that everything is so wonderful and magical and they're so happy and in love. And it's so hard to be on social media, especially when you don't feel great about what's going on in your dating life or your relationship. And so seeing people, you know, sharing what they're experiencing on Couples Confessional, it's just like the most real thing that's out there. Yeah. And I, I tell my followers all the time. And I, I mean, look, like I don't always live by this, but I try to. That comparison is the thief of joy. Um, I actually received... I don't know if I posted this, but I received a confession recently that was like, and actually like I speak about this with my friends as well, who are getting married. It's like, you know, my husband and I didn't have sex on our wedding night. Um, Is that a problem? And I brought that up with like my friend group and just people that I'm close with. And it's like that the moral of the story is like, it isn't a problem. Like you're planning this whole night. There's a lot that goes into it. You're exhausted. You're dancing, you're socializing it's okay if you want to like go back to your hotel room with your then husband and pass out. But I think the norm is like, it's supposed to be this magical night. It's going to be, you know, it's going to feel different than all the other times. And it's like things like that, that again, you, you see the wedding pictures on social media, you see the whole night recapped and you think it's like this, like, wow, they must've went back and like whatever magical must've happened, but that's not always the case. And so, yeah, that's really what I'm, I'm definitely trying to talk about. And I'll say too, that I think the anonymous aspect is really I feel very clever because even speaking from personal experience, I told you a lot of my friends get super emotionally invested in what we're all going through. And because of that, when you are emotionally invested, it's inevitable that you're going to give different advice than somebody that's a stranger. So posting something that is just really, it's almost like virtual free therapy. You get to ask everybody else, have you gone through this? What have you done? What do you feel about it? And you can kind of collectively get your answer from that, which I think is very If you are anything like me and you are going on a date, you're probably like, 
nervous, but also excited, but just like really want to have a good time, don't want to screw anything up. And you get like the pre-date jitters. Um, For me, there were two things that I would do to help with those pre-date jitters. I would always call a friend for a little pump up speech. And I would also take a happy gummy from Mindset Wellness CBD before my date. It would help me stay in the right mood, being excited, being present, but it would also take away that layer of nerves that was going to stop me from being my best self on the date. I love the happy gummies. They are incredible. They taste great. They don't make you feel high or anything like that. They just make you feel like the best version of yourself. So try them today. Definitely recommend trying them before a date. MindsetWellnessCBD.com. Use code seeing other people at checkout. That will get you 20% off and free shipping. Absolutely. I see people coming together in the comments to whether it's just support somebody and offer words of encouragement or give advice or share that they've been through something similar. And it's so wonderful and so special. And like you said, like it's just a safe place where people are able to be completely open. And obviously the people who are commenting aren't anonymous because their handles attached to them, but it shows how much they feel invested and how much they want to support other people by having their name attached to their comments. And it's, it's so great. And I I love that example you brought up about like having sex on your wedding night. Cause that's one of those things. It's like, we learned from like movies maybe. And like, I, I want to, I need to like, we need to throw up polls on our stories, like asking how many people who have gotten married, like have actually done that. Like I will be tired and full and I will get right into bed and go right to sleep. I don't know how I'm even going to make it through a wedding night. It doesn't mean you and your partner are any less than the next. It just normal. Yeah. Who doesn't like dance, socialize, eat and want to, ultimately sleep. Right. Exactly. Like those are my, <laughs> the things I do. And, and then, and then I sleep for a while. Um, yeah, exactly. so that's just like, it's one of those things where we, we put so much pressure on ourselves and, and we think that, you know, the second we do something that seems different than what we're supposed to do, it's like, well, what's wrong here? Like, is my relationship not what I thought it was, or are there all these problems? And, and it's just so nice that people can, you know, ask those questions and, and get the answers from so many different people that, they are normal and there is nothing wrong and yeah. they're going to be that's okay. another, I would say that's been another very inspiring aspect of couples confessional for whatever confession I post, whether it's on my feed or stories, nine out of 10 times I get at least like one that's minimum, but usually way more of just people that say, that sounds like my situation. I could have written that. Oh my God. Like, you are not alone. This happened to me in the past. So yeah, another like mantra that I always tell followers is you are not alone. And that's, there's a very big beauty in knowing that for whatever you're going through. Like, again, like I've had friends and loved ones go through breakups and feel like very isolated and like their world is just crumbling and can't get any worse than this. And it's definitely so beautiful to know that on couples confessional it's not just you like you're not on this like island alone there's others going through it and if they're not going through it right now guess what they've been through it and they can shed some light and yeah it's been it's been so meaningful like even the other day I posted a confession about this person going through their um going through their first breakup this is the only person they've been with they are getting a lot of anxiety because the other person appears to be moving on very quickly and they are just not in the same boat. And I was like reading the comments blown away because they were just all so 
Trust me, it gets easier. You'll look back in a year. I promise you hang in there. Here are some tips in terms of what you can do. Here are things to avoid that I know in the moment you want to do, but trust me, long-term, it won't benefit you. So it was like one of those days where I was just like, I am so proud. Like this is such a useful tool um, because I know like just personally, when you go through things, you do sometimes need to hear it multiple times from outside parties. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. I have to give a quick shout out to Anchor. If you don't know about Anchor, it's Spotify's podcast platform, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Trust me. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free, and you know I love free. Second of all, their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast directly from your phone or computer. What could be easier than that? Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you want it played. You can also make money from your podcast, no matter how few downloads you get regularly. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hope you love today's episode. Absolutely. And it, it's really like everything that you're saying is exactly why I started seeing other people because like yeah. I felt so alone in all of the things that I was going through. And people, whenever I go on other podcasts, people always ask me like, when did I decide to start talking about my dating life like on camera and, and on the mic? And it wasn't until I was a year into my job at Hinge. And that first year I had said like, I am not going to talk about anything personal. My personal life is off limits. And I kept it so surface level. And I was going through a breakup one day about a year into the job. And I was like, I can't just like get on the story today and pretend like everything's okay. And like encourage yeah. other people in their dating lives. Cause that's not at all what I'm feeling. I feel so broken and, and scared. And I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And so I got on the story and I shared all of that. Like literally this is like day one of my breakup. <laughs> like my now yeah. ex oh. had just left our, the hotel room, like after breaking up with me and we said goodbye. And I'm like half crying. I'm like, guys, I'm really struggling. Like, this is what I'm feeling. Like I, I feel scared. Like, I just don't know like what to do. And I feel really alone, blah, blah, blah. And it was this huge turning point where we got more DMs than we've ever gotten on the Hinge account. And it was mm -hmm. everybody reaching out, like thanking me for sharing, mm -hmm. thanking me for talking about how I was really feeling, saying they were going through the same thing and knowing that I was in it with them made them feel less alone, saying yeah. something I said made them feel understood or seen. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is what's helpful to people, like knowing that they're not the only one going through something. I agree. I can, and honestly, like, kudos to you for sharing that so like raw and authentically because agree I think and that's social media for you a lot of the times it is like you know what let's not have them talk about like the day that their breakup happens let's like maybe revisit in a few months 
but it's like that raw moment where your feelings are so heightened. You can't even make it up. Like you're feeling them, um, that people need to hear. That's what people need to hear. They need to feel like they have a resource that they can relate to on such a deep level that, you know, they, they could have never even imagined this existed. Um, and I, and I also will say seeing other people, I told you this, but your content so many times, like my followers will DM me your content, seeing other people's content. And yeah, your videos are certainly registering with, I mean, so many followers, but certainly my followers. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> so, okay. I have to ask, obviously you, you get all the scoop from people, from, from people who are single, who are dating, who are in relationships, married, divorced, all that. What are the biggest trends that you're seeing in terms of what people are maybe struggling with the most? Yeah. I mean, I'd say like a big one, and this is not the first time you'll hear this, but certainly dating app fatigue. Um, So I get so many people just saying like, I got ghosted again. I can't make it past the third date. I, um, you know... I'm so tired from these apps. Nobody is really who they say they are online or I've been talking to somebody online and then they just stopped responding, whatever it is now more than ever, as you know, like COVID has just heightened dating apps and just everything that people experience on the platforms, which is why I did kind of try to create this like shoot your shot Saturday moment which is basically just, and I do, I notice trends from followers and I say like, you know, I get so many dating app fatigue confessions, but then I also get a lot of like, well, I went for it. Like I got rid of the app and I just went to the bar down the street or, you know what, there's somebody at work that like, I think is like such a good match. And I just went for it, whatever it is. I basically decided to create shoot your shot Saturday, which is really highlighting what can you do if it's not a dating app? Like, how can you just shoot your shot with somebody that might pique your interest around you? And uh, I'd say that's definitely been, you know, we've gotten some really great submissions. Even, you know, some followers have said like this platform has encouraged me to shoot or shoot my shot. So that's definitely a trend. A lot of like, I'm in love with my best friend and I don't know what to do. Super sticky. I I'm stressed just hearing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been there. It's not yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. And like some some like, you know, I do like Q and A's on Tuesday and Thursday and like I'll get this question a lot, like, what should I do? Should I go for it? Should I not? My whole thing, just like based on experience, is also like I'd rather I think like speak my truth. I've I've in the past wasted so much time just like romanticizing and like getting excited over like little, like, Oh, like they texted me, whatever it is. And it's not like real life. So something I guess I could shed light on in my older twenties is I would definitely just like rip off the bandaid and ask. And, you know, if it is like a genuine, true friendship, regardless, like it'll find its way back. Um, that's a big one. And I would also say, I get a lot of like, This week specifically, I've gotten a lot of, I'm in a long-term relationship. You know, everything is great, but I do have some moments of doubts. And I, 
would really be curious to know how loud those doubts are because just, you know, I have a lot of friends right now, like engaged, they certainly experience their own like red flags. But at the end of the day, I know they're like in love with their partners and it's not so much as like a, I'm ready to end this type of deal breaker. So, you know, I, I, I'm always like curious to know more about the story, but I do get a lot of like people just like doubting the relationships they're in, which, yeah, I mean, definitely scary and stuff. Yeah. And I'm, you know, it's amazing that they are able to at least have couples confessional as a place to come to, to share those, because that's something when you feel like you have doubts or when you feel like, you know, there might be something wrong or things aren't as good as you hoped or as you imagined they would be it's really hard to tell the people in your life that because you want the people in your life to think that you're good, to think that everything's great. And, you know, it's obviously really hard to share that with your partner and Mm -hmm. your friends and family. And so for people to have a place where they feel like they can go to, to express that is it's incredible. And it's something, I think it kind of goes back to like, the whole social media concept of we feel like everything has to be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. And that is not realistic. That's not possible. And I don't think anybody who's been in a long-term serious relationship has ever not had any doubts or questions or moments of like, is this the right person? Or like, should this feel different? Because like it's life. You're literally like joining your life with somebody else's and there are going to be bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. But we put so much pressure on ourselves. We forget that it's okay for things to not be perfect. Mm -hmm. We totally, we totally do. And yeah, to your point, it's like in those moments where you're having doubt about your relationship, you're not always going to run and tell those closest to you. It's like a double-edged sword because a part of you wants to kind of like keep up that persona of, you know, everything's fine. Um, But I guess like the beauty in it is, you know, if I can't, if somebody like submits a question like that on my stories and I can't necessarily reply to it in a way that I want to, I'll say, DM me your confession, I'll post it. And the the beauty of it all is that you, going back to, you are not alone. There are others that feel that way. There are others that, you know, just don't know what their decision is. And that really is the beauty of like utilizing the platform for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I want to do a little activity. Um, I found a few confessions that are also kind of, you know, people taking the approach of asking for advice. And I thought it would be fun for us to kind of answer these as if they were listener questions, but in the form of confessions. All right, let's do it. The first one I have says, I'm finding it harder to get over a guy that I never even dated than a guy I actually dated. This guy is impossible to forget. He isn't anything special and didn't even treat me well, but I can't seem to stop thinking of him. We cut communication months ago, but no one can make me laugh the way he did. He made me want to be better, even though he wasn't the best example. Any advice on how to get over someone? So uh, so my advice would be first to just reiterate, like it's a tough pill to swallow, but if they wanted to, they would, right? Like you guys aren't together for a reason. It takes two to tango. Um, So keeping that in mind, I would just, you have no but choice, but to try to just move forward here. Um, And I always say like, like just to my followers, like easier said than done, but taking those small baby steps will ultimately lead to bigger steps. So whether that's getting out of bed in the morning or whether that's like taking a walk or drinking like water with lemon, or I don't know, I'm naming like things that could actually like help me, but 
doing the workout, binging a show, cooking a meal, listening to a podcast. I mean, there's so many podcasts out there right now, especially yours too, that you find relatable things to kind of gravitate towards. And so, yeah, I mean, I'd start with that, but ultimately um, time heals all for sure. I completely agree with with that. Time heals all wounds and and it's the little things you do on a day-to-day basis that build you up and make you stronger. And, you know, remember that it's okay to have days that feel worse. Maybe you'll have five good days and you'll realize that you can go a few hours without thinking of him. And then, you know, a Saturday rolls around and you don't want to, you cancel all your plans. You want to stay in bed. You're, you feel like you're back in like day two of it and that will happen and that's okay. I, I really resonated with what this person said about I'm finding it hard to get over a guy that I never even dated than a guy I actually dated because I feel like when we have feelings for someone, when we feel a connection with someone, we fantasize what it would be like to date them and we put them on the world's tallest pedestal Mm -hmm. and they're not even doing anything to deserve that. It's mm-hmm. it's what we think it would be like to date them. It's what we think it would be like if they wanted to be with us. And mm-hmm. that is so much harder, I think, to get over than an actual relationship where you did give it a try and it didn't work out. I totally agree. I, I completely have this theory. And like I'd say my early 20s like proves this, but it's harder to get over people that you haven't dated than people that you've actually dated. And it's because of what you just said. You're hyping them up in your head. You're creating this world that doesn't exist. They leave you kind of like very suspenseful. So you want more and more and more. And it's not the reality. It's not the reality. It'll never be the reality. And, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, that's why I really try to stay true to the rip off the Band-Aid and just say, like, what is this? I feel this way. How do you feel? Um, because otherwise it definitely leads to a spiral for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, going back to, to what this person said about, like, you know, he, he made me want to be better. He made me like, no one can make me laugh the way he did. It's like, okay, but, but he didn't want to be with you and that sucks. And that is so painful, but you will find somebody who does do all of these things and more who wants to be with you and will not accept not being with you. And it's so worth the wait and worth the pain that you currently feel right now, because in feeling this pain, you're learning what you deserve Mm -hmm. and you're learning that you want to be with somebody who wants to be with you. Yep. And I would say that personally, like I really try to stay true with the, I will never settle. I mentioned like a lot of my followers, the older they get, I'm about to turn 30. My followers know that in August, um, you know, you kind of like feel that time is against you X, Y, and Z, but yeah, I've definitely like reiterated to my friends, family, I will not settle. I don't care about age. Um, because you just shouldn't, you shouldn't. And there's options for everyone. And yeah. I love that. (laughs) Okay, next, next one. This one says, I'm in my early 20s. I have a lot of charisma and a bubbly personality. I can be mature when needed, but I usually look at the world through the spectrum of humor. Unfortunately, I feel as if I am wrong when it comes to dating. I feel like I'm too much. It seems as if I must be a soft spoken, calm, caring and fluffy person to be seen as girlfriend material. I do receive attention, but it either never leads to anything or I find myself lacking interest. 
I keep wondering, is there a secret among women? Do you need to just adjust yourself to be seen as wife material? Or do I simply need to focus on myself and the right one will appear naturally? Yeah, I remember this confession very well. I would say that I relate to the person submitting it more than not. Like I too have like a sense of humor. I I don't think there's a code to crack. It's just, it only takes one person to be for you. You're It's cliche, but you're going to have to meet and kiss even a lot of frogs before you get to the right person. And it sucks. Like for lack of better words, like it totally sucks. It's not easy. I tell my followers all the time, you know, take breaks if you need, reset, you know, digest what you just went through and then go back out there. But it's definitely not easy. And I don't think there's any code to crack personally. I just yeah. think not everyone's for you and it just takes one. And not everyone's for you and, and you're not for everyone and that's okay. And I think I hear people kind of say this a lot, like, am I too much? And I definitely relate to that, which is part of the reason I, I wanted to, you know, talk about this specific confession because I know I have a huge personality and like, I'm sure I've been too much or, you know, I, I would always say like, I have a feeling that girls I went to college with and, and other people who know me would describe me as a lot. And that's something that I, that's me, you know, I am who I am and there is going to be, and, and, you know, I found someone out there who loves me for those things. And so if you think you have to like tone yourself down or try and be someone you're not, you can't do that because if you do that, then you're not going to find somebody who loves you for you and who wants to be with you for who you are. And you're not too much for anyone. Maybe they're not enough for you. Yeah. And I, I'll literally, like, I, I mean, my followers know too that like I do weekly therapy, but my therapist, I mean, in the past, that's something I've articulated to her so much that I just want to make sure that I am being myself. I am being truthful to who I am because that's where you'll find the long lasting relationships. And fortunately for me as well, I have like my best friend in my life who Every person I date, she, for lack, like, I don't know, maybe it's, it's a blessing and a curse, but she'll say, you know, you're yourself. You're not yourself. Like she knows me to my core. So she keeps me honest, but it's so important to prioritize that because if you don't, in the end, it'll only come back to bite you. And, and who wants to even like, for me, I, I love my alone time so much. And that's the, the spot where I've, you know, spent so many years getting to where, I love self-focusing. I know what makes me happy. So it's either somebody's going to add value to my life or it's not worth it. I'm either going to be myself and be able to experience this like on like a full circle level or I won't do it. So I think that's what people need to also remind themselves and just really practice. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think that was so well said. And I also really like that you mentioned that you have that friend who will call you out and tell you. And I think that's something that everybody should like designate a friend to be able to decide that, especially when, you know, you get so caught up in in the beginning stages and you have those rose colored glasses on. It's so hard for you to take a step back and and realize if this is actually a good situation or not. And I think that's really where our friends come in handy because they can see things that we can't. Exactly. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, that's like the other side of couples confessional, like not like the anonymous, but your friends who know you. Yeah. Maybe they can spot those exactly. little personal items. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Last one we have here. This one's a bit longer. I've been seeing a guy on and off for nearly a year. His communication is poor. Instead of telling me that I've done something wrong and explaining what I've done, he messages me, I'm done or goodbye, and then blocks me on WhatsApp. He knows my anxiety is bad. Sometimes I sit here for hours crying because I don't know what I did. A few weeks down the line, he'll message me saying, hey, or obviously you don't care or you would have tried to contact me. I do try, but he blocks me. I literally can't take this anymore. It's triggering and damaging, but I can't seem to let go. Whenever I cut ties, he finds a way to get back to me. I feel so on edge. I always end up apologizing, but never really know what I'm doing so far. This has happened to me three or four times now. Can someone offer some help? Yeah, I mean, to me, and I remember this confession too, but it just screams like some sort of like verbal abusive relationship. It's not healthy. Um, Yeah, I've seen this like time and time again where you feel like you're doing everything that you possibly can and then there's somebody on the receiving end that just like completely shuts you out and if anything like threatens you. Hey, like if you want to be with me, like you have to do X, Y, and Z or hey, you didn't do this at so-and-so time. Like I'm going to block you on WhatsApp. Um, Definitely not healthy. Like for me, that would be a major, major red flag. Um, But easier said than done. Like once you catch the feels, it's like, and sometimes you don't always know that this person is the way they are until you're in the thick of it. And it's almost like too late. So that's where I go back to like my original stance where I always really do try to play devil's advocate because unless you're in that person's shoes, it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy, but I definitely sense a lot of red flags here. And if this person like has the strength to move forward, I think if they dated other people and just took time for themselves, they would realize that. Yeah. And it's so hard. Like you said, like this is something where when you're in it, you know, there's something pulling you back clearly and, and convincing you to stay, even though it's not good. But I think the hardest part of like a, an emotionally abusive or, or verbally abusive or any type of abusive relationship is it's not only is it really hard to get out, but sometimes you don't realize what's happening when you're in it yep. and it's not until later. And so like what struck me with this confession is all of the people who commented and shared that they had gone through something similar and offered yeah. like what they did. You know, I, there's a comment yeah. here. This is my relationship for two years. It took being on the other side to understand that this is abuse and gaslighting at its finest. Mm-hmm. My advice and the only thing I could do to get out, go cold Turkey, block him on everything. Do not respond to him. No matter how bad it gets, it's brutally hard, like giving up on a drug, but I know you can do it. Then go get yourself some counseling and support to process it all. Yep. And there are so many comments like this. And I really hope that this person was, you know, like it's amazing that they were able to, do this and have this outlet so that they could get the support from all of these people. And hopefully it was the wake up call that they needed to realize like, this isn't okay. And I do deserve more and Mm -hmm. it might be hard, but it's worth doing the hard thing in the long run to, you know, protect myself. And by the way, so I actually, not this specific confession, but I've gotten confessions that are super similar and, and it led me to create this segment called update that my followers Mm -hmm. like helped me title but you know I have received and that's like where I take a step back and I'm just like I can't I'm so proud of this community because it's basically just allowing followers that have submitted confessions like this where they feel like their world is just crumbling down they don't know what to do they submit I post they receive all these comments and then they do follow up a few months later and say you know it actually gave me the strength to make a decision to change the way I viewed my life and and really implement, you know, what's next. 
Yeah, that's so incredible. And I, yeah, I did see, I have seen a few of those and it, it's just so inspiring, especially to anyone who is currently going through what they were going through. Like to know that somebody else has just gone through it and came out the other side or made that hard decision or put themselves first when they hadn't been like, just to see how it really does impact them in a positive way is so encouraging. And sometimes like the push that people need to do it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think anybody can like even my own life. It's like if I'm going through something, if somebody that has also gone through something similar brings that to light and says like, I get it. That is almost like all you need sometimes for somebody to say like, I get it. I see you. I hear you. You know, even this person that submitted the confession, we don't know, even though her partner like blocked her on WhatsApp and it was like a whole slew of events, like I'm sure she still sees the good in him. Um, And, you know, that's like a whole other side to it where it's like a lot of followers can chime in and say, we get it. There probably are positives to this person, of course, but the pros might not outweigh the cons here and, and you deserve better. So take that leap. And if he yeah. blocks you on WhatsApp, then then it'll be like very hard for maybe 24 hours, but just like get through it day by day. Exactly. It's like, I almost wish that I had my own whole like diary of confessions that I could look back on and, and be like, wow, like I like, if only I knew then what I knew now, or if only I had the support, the support system then that I do now, or I had the communication skills because you know, we, we learn and we grow so much through what happens in our dating lives and our relationships. And mm-hmm. I think we all go through so many difficult things and scary things and challenging and heartbreaking things. And they make us who we are. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and that just reminds me of like, I told you, like I get so many people in their early thirties that say I'm still single. I have no hope, but then I have followers that are in their forties who say, just hang in there. I promise you it will get sorted out. I met my partner at 36, 38, or maybe I'm 46. And you know what? I'm like living large, whatever it is. It's very nice also to have that perspective because yeah, I age is certainly and life experience is such a factor here for sure. Yeah. The more people I talk to who are, you know, older than me, the more I hear like, it gets better. Like even, even like a single, like, sorry, dating in your thirties is better than dating in your twenties because you, like, you know what you want. You're not yeah. like going to put up with people's bullshit anymore. And so like, that's just inspiring to me and, and feels amazing to hear where it's like, it, it gets better. You guys, like it does. It yeah, does. And that's why it's like super important to sell you know, kind of not celebrate the lows, but really acknowledge them and ask yourself, what are you learning here? What, what made you happy about this, but also what didn't make you happy? Because again, it sounds super cliche and I feel like I sound like my parents, but as you get older, you really do have that perspective. So in a way like dating doesn't, I mean, dating is dating, but it's like, you can kind of weed through people way faster and say like, okay, yes or no. And, and yeah, it's all about like that life experience truly. Exactly. So switching gears for a bit, I have to ask, why do you choose to remain anonymous? Well, the re- partial real answer is just like, I, I never felt like I could ever like be like that person to like that influencer to be like at the forefront and in the public eye. But no, I think it just like remains true to the whole, you know, receiving that 
advice from a stranger, you don't know who this person is. You don't know who they're even speaking to. And because of that, I really do feel like people feel lighter. They feel more empowered to talk to me. It's almost like I'm blanking, but there's this, was it Ask Amy? My parents tell me all the time. There's like, uh, I think Ask Abby. Okay. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Ask Dear Abby. Abby. Dear Abby. It was Dear, Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Yes. But so, yeah, I do think it goes back to the, just like, you know, you feel like you could vent to someone. You don't really know them on a personal level at all, but they're there for you. They'll listen. They'll reply. They'll help you seek advice from other followers. And I do think that dynamic might change a little bit if you could actually say like, oh, like this is where Couples Confessional is from. This is what Couples Confessional's life looks like. You know, there's also, there's so many layers to it. So I personally have loved the anonymous aspect and yeah, I, I definitely think it's like a, it's become such a beautiful component of what the platform is. And it also works for me because I'm totally behind the scenes. So even, you know, doing this podcast, big step, um, not to say I haven't, you know, I podcast is definitely something that I've thought about, but yeah, I'm totally more behind the scenes. Yeah. And I, I do think it just works so well with like everyone else is anonymous and so are you. And yeah. that adds just something that, and just for to sure. Your point, it's like the followers that do, like, I, I also, I, I'm even more humbled by the comments to your point, because it's like people that aren't afraid to say, you know what, here's my handle. Here's who I am. Um, here's what I've also gone through. Here's what I can relate to in terms of like the confession you submitted. And no, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And I've actually had like a few a handful of followers like DM me and say like, I've become friends with people because of like the comments and all that stuff. And yeah, it, it's like such a, I just like have to take a step back. And I honestly, it's like so surreal. I'm just like, in a way it's like, yes, I created the platform, but the community is doing the work. That's kind of what I like to view it as. I'm just yeah. like overseeing, but they're all, they're really all responsible for, for everything. Yeah, it really is so special. Have you, while remaining anonymous, um, have you ever shared anything about what you've been through on Couples Confessional? Yeah, I mean, I would say I, I won't like, I don't even remember at this point, but for starters, when I first started Couples Confessional, I mean, it's like any platform, you have to build it up. So it's not like I had this email that was like blowing up with confessions so I literally had to either, and I, I really did want them to be authentic. I didn't want them to be anything like I made up. So I'd either share confessions from my past or I would literally like text my friends and whether they wanted to or not, I was like, I'm featuring this. Like, I know it's her story. It's anonymous, but it's going up. And so there's that. And then, yeah, I mean, I said earlier, but like my egg freezing journey was one of the first kind of things that I really felt inspired on a personal level to share. Um, you know, I, I have very severe endometriosis. And in the past, I've had one surgery that actually resulted like my, there was a, an ovarian cyst so big on my ovary that they couldn't like remove it laparoscopically. They had to go like C-section basically. And, you know, after that surgery, they were just like, 
count your blessings. Like we saved your ovary, like you should be freezing your eggs. So it wasn't until the pandemic where I had, you know, life was a little slower where I really considered egg freezing, but I was super nervous. I didn't know what it meant to freeze your eggs. I, I really didn't know anything about it. So I got set up though with a great clinic, Shady Grove Fertility, and I did my research and I felt super empowered to go on the journey. I remember like my first consultation, I even my parents were like, should you do this? Should you not? It was just such new territory. And I felt so empowered. I like literally called them and I was like, I'm doing this. Like, I don't know like what it means or I'll figure like, you know, we are doing this. And I definitely used couples confessional as just an outlet to ask people if they too had an interest in learning more about egg freezing. And I really did that for me at the time. Um, but I like put up a poll and it was like, I put up a lot of polls, but it was like one of the only ever polls where it was like 97% said yes. And that was enough for me to be like, all right, not only am I personally scared to go for through this, but I now have a whole community of people that care to learn more about what the egg freezing process entails. And I didn't really want to disappoint them. So I felt very inspired by that. And I documented, I have like a highlight on couples confessional called egg freezing and documented my journey. I mean, as somebody who has never felt right on birth control, because I just haven't, I've either just like had my mood swings or just nothing's ever right. I was definitely scared about egg freezing because a large portion of it is putting hormones into your body. And I was just very authentic. I, I did like a day-to-day -day update. Um, and I personally, aside from the poll, the amount of DMs that I got with, oh, I'm considering egg freezing, you know, asking me specific questions or, oh, like I froze my eggs or, you know, I wish I froze my eggs. I now have to go through IVF or the sad reality is like, I wish I froze my eggs. Like I have now gone through menopause and I you know, can't conceive whatever it is. I, that was definitely the first um, piece of personal information I shared on couples confessional and it, and I don't regret it for the world. It was, yeah, it was, it was a, very inspiring time for me. And I'm sure it also, I mean, kudos to you. Like, that's so amazing that you did that, but I'm sure it also helped you through your process. Like, like you said, like you kind of did it for yourself to start because you didn't really know anything and, and you wanted to learn more and, and see, you know, who yeah. else was dealing with it. But I'm sure it, it gave, it also like gave you a greater purpose. Like, obviously you were freezing your eggs because you made the, that decision, but now you're also helping so many other people figure out how to do that, get informed yeah. and decide if they want to make, if they want to do that, or if it's an option for them. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, you know, I, I really did it because of the endometriosis, but there's so many other people, followers, like just life where there's a stigma of like, you have to work, 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 work. You really do put dating on the back burner. You, put your career first and that's fine. But while doing so, it's like people should be educated that egg freezing is an option. Um, so there's definitely that. And yeah, I mean, like I said, there was just also so many people that reached out and said, I feel like I'm on this ticking time bomb and 
unfortunately, now more than ever, egg freezing is covered by a lot of insurance, but it's like, you know, I would love for somebody to relieve me from that pain of like, I'm getting older. I don't want to have to like, feel like I'm forced to find a partner to have kids. Like this is such a great option. So yeah, no, it was, it was definitely so inspiring. I, in a weird way, I almost felt like the way couples confessional made it seem as like, and even my friends, like it just felt like I was the first one to ever really try this out, which is so not true, but um, there were just so many questions, so many like interest. I was blown away. Yeah. It's, it's really like, there's nothing else like it. And you did such an amazing thing for you, for everyone. And yeah, it's something that I, I have seen a few different people, you know, like random influencers that I follow kind of sharing their IVF journey and egg freezing and stuff. And I'm like, so grateful that they're doing it because I know nothing about, I've never heard about it. Ever. I know, exactly. Exactly. And there's so many other things like that, that people like need to know about and need to be informed about and like, don't even realize our options because yeah. people don't talk about it. So like for someone like you and, and to use your platform in that way and, and anyone else who's d- done it, it's just like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. So it, it definitely was. And even like LGBTQ, like family building, I have, I have a lot of like LGBTQ followers too who it's like, you know, egg freezing, essentially, like, that's a big part of the family building process. Um, It depends on your situation, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I have to ask, do you have an all-time favorite confession? I actually wrote it down because I, like, thought this was going to be a question. Um, It's definitely a controversial one. Love it. Love the controversy. Bring it on. (laughs) Um, Okay. So it's on the mistress. We met doing something that we both enjoy. He is the nicest, most thoughtful and sexiest man alive. Everything between us started as a friendly conversation. And even though we have a big age gap, we just clicked. I don't know where things are going, but I know he does love me. Timing sucks. The universe sucks. We talk all day. He spends more time with me than his wife. I'm not sure what to do about this. He keeps telling me he will leave her when it's right for the kids. I tried leaving him. I don't want to end it and neither does he. But I also know that I don't deserve this. I feel like we are obsessed with each other. What in the world should I do? So that one actually, that's my favorite because that one got... I was like nearly over 500 comments. Like things were blowing up. I was just like... I. look like I think that's the beauty of couples confessional you can be the mistress we are not judging you because there's other people out there that have been the mistress doesn't make you a bad person um and you know the comments can get a little like skeptical at times I won't lie but it's like at the end of the day this person needs help and we should be that voice of reason this person is right they do deserve better for sure on so many levels, but it goes back to what we were saying when you're in the thick of it, when you invest time in somebody, when you're seeing, when you're romanticizing what you two can be together and you kind of like are seeing how it could be, but it's not reality, your brain gets super fogged. So 
that one, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you feel about that. And it's like, look, like the universe sometimes does suck. I, I do live by what's meant for you won't pass you. So even if it's not right place, right time, if it's meant to be, it'll be, I, I really do try to live like, like that, but, but the universe sucks. So you, it does. <laughs> I, I love this confession and I am so glad that it's your favorite because yeah, not only does it represent like the whole, like everything about the the page, but it's really representative of like, yeah, the universe sucks. Like you said, and, and like this person said, and just because this person is in this situation, they're not a bad person. And this guy is not a bad person and shit happens. And yeah, right. I can only imagine how isolated and alone this person feels. Exactly. And I, that's where I try to like put on my devil, devil's advocate hat. We don't know what, I mean, she specifically says he, so we don't know what this guy's relationship is like with his wife. Right. You know, we don't know if it's healthy. We don't know. We don't know at all. So it's very important too to just kind of like put on that like devil's advocate, advocate. Let's like play different perspectives here. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, for to be the mistress and come forward is not easy, but does not make you a bad person. Um, in my ideal world, I'm like, he definitely should hit the pause button, look out for the kids. I agree with that. But it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Again, I we don't know what his life looks like. For all we know, like it's terrible, and he he does love this mistress. Like I, I don't know, but um, no, I just thought that was so like raw and authentic for yeah. that confession to be submitted. And and again, it's not something you would always tell your friends and family. Like who wants to call up like you know their mom and say, hey, I'm the mistress, like. Right. right. So it's like just more of a reason to really tap into this like anonymous community. There exactly. were the comments went up, but there were definitely a few comments where it was like, I can relate. There's always somebody that can relate. That's the moral of the story. Even if your scenario is like, feels like it would only happen on like Mars, somebody can relate. At least one person, 100% can relate. Bare minimum, at least. And, yeah, at least and guaranteed many more than that, but like at least yeah. um, one person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before I let you go, and this is, I feel like this might be a hard question because you've given so many amazing pieces of advice, but this is my favorite question to ask every guest. What is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever gotten? I would say that my favorite and my friend like would say this to me a lot is don't force just flow. Um, because I think in the dating world, it's super easy to want to kind of like in your mind program. Okay. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And if somebody is really meant for you, it's very important to know that it'll just flow. Nothing yeah. can ruin it. And that's like, that should calm you down. If somebody's right for you, you can't ruin it. Just be yourself. So yeah, I mean, we've all been guilty of it, but I'd say don't force it. Just let it flow. If it's meant to be, it'll be. That's perfect. And <laughs> and I think that really relates into something that I've learned over the years is like the harder something is, the, the less right it is. And when yeah. you do find the right thing, it does flow and it is easy and you don't have to do everything in your power to make it happen because it you don't have to force it and it just flows. Yeah. 
And that's something too that comes with age because yeah, as you get older, you learn, you can see red flags a little bit earlier maybe. And yeah, it should definitely, nobody should make you feel like you have to force them for their attention. Exactly. Well, this has been such a treat having you here. Thank you so much. Also, would never in a million years guess that this was your first podcast. You did amazing, but obviously everybody knows at this point, the handle is at couples confessional. If you didn't hear couples confessional is the account you guys, um, how can people go about submitting a confession? So to submit a confession, I always recommend there's like a link in bio where you can click it and submit anonymously. It goes right to an email account where I actively am looking. So that's definitely the quickest way. You could also DM me, but uh, definitely email is like the fastest way to get seen. Perfect. Get those confessions in, follow (laughs) the account, join in the comments and supporting everyone. And yeah, thank you so much for for coming on. And I thank you for having me. And thank you for Pushing everything you're doing. out of my comfort zone here. <laughs> you did so great. All right. To everyone who listened, thank you so much. Don't forget to send this episode to a friend, to a cousin, to a coworker, to the whole group chat. Everyone will love it. I promise you. I guarantee it. They will love it. Um, don't forget, if you extra love the episode, share it on your story. Let the whole world know about Couples Confessional. Yeah, tag do couples it. Confessional. Oh, tag seeing other people. <laughs> Hell yeah. We love that. And don't forget to give a five-star rating interview. And we will see you guys next time.